Purpose peeps, welcome back to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast, where we tell the stories of women of faith in business. I am your host, Rihanna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and chief connector at Black Girls of Purpose. I'm on here to let you guys know that we will be doing an episodes and rewind series for the next several weeks. I love being transparent with you all, and honestly, I feel like I've been running on empty. That's part of the reason why I had my friend Jessica come in and host the podcast for the month of June, and honestly, I was hoping to feel like so much more energized by the time she uh, let go of her time or, you know, moved on to the next phase or whatever the case may be, but honestly, I'm just not, and if you guys have been a part of our community for a long time, you know that if I'm struggling, I'm going to tell you I'm struggling. If I'm doing fantastic, I'm going to tell you that I'm doing fantastic. And so rather than fake the funk and continue to push um, in a season where I just feel like I need to rest, I decided to kind of elongate um, this vacation that I'm trying to take. And and more than anything, it's kind of a mental uh, vacation to just lay out everything that God has given me so far with the ministry of Black Girls of Purpose and the ministry of Unique Queens and just say, God, like, what what do you have next for me? Um, You guys are probably all in similar situations where 2020 just did not go the way that you expected. And I love what someone told me a while ago. They said, if I think it might even been Pastor Mike Todd, like but when you accomplish the vision um, that you set out to achieve, it's time to get a new vision. And while I don't feel like I've accomplished everything that I've tried to achieve, I can say that um, we're having to re-envision some things. And, you know, 2020 was the year of vision for so many people, but a lot of us feel like we can't see. And so I just feel like I want to take more time to sit back and really lean into what it is that God's showing me, where he's leading me. I feel like I spent a good chunk of the month of June applying for jobs and so I wasn't fully resting and then there's still that part of me that was kind of thinking what's next what's next what's next so it wasn't really a time of rest it wasn't a time of full rest I feel like I was halfway in halfway out like I wasn't really on social media but I would check in ever so often to make sure we didn't miss anything and that's just not fully surrendering um this ministry which is my baby and so at this point I'm saying okay God I'm gonna be a good steward I still want people to have uplifting content they can listen to for the next several weeks but I'm taking a step back and so I will be playing episodes from two previous series I'll be playing episodes from our hope series and then I'll be playing episodes from our faith series and you know I'm y'all I'm not gonna put a timeline on it because sometimes I do that and and God does what he did this time you know I thought I was gonna just take the month of June off and then he says oh no you're gonna take longer off so I have enough episodes set for several weeks um but I'll just say please be praying for me Um, If you feel led to send me a DM, you can. I am going to be trying to stay off of social media uh, for the next few weeks at least. Um, But I just, I want to find hope and joy and faith again. I feel like I've just been going through the motions and hopes that something would change. And I'm like, okay, God, this is what I was pushing for. But, you know, I believe in grace over grind. And so when things feel different, when it feels like the grace has gone, then I take that as a time to step back and say, okay, God, 
where do we need to go next? Because in the words of Moses, I'm not going unless you go with me. And I am standing flat footed in (laughs) becoming all that God has called me to be. So uh, this is just a little bit of an intro so you know what to expect over the next few weeks. Um, I hope that you guys are encouraged by these messages. I know that I plan on listening because sometimes it's a f- more effective hearing words come out of your own mouth. And, you know, I I don't even feel like I've been able to really listen to a sermon all the way through lately. So God willing, if it's coming from my own voice, hopefully I can listen and be focused and be encouraged. Um, But I love you guys so much. I'm so grateful that you come on this podcast every week, um, that you continue to share us with people who are in your community, that you leave us reviews, you follow us on social media, all of the things. And so I'm hoping that the next time you hear my voice, I'll be refreshed and ready to take on whatever else 2020 brings. Without further ado, Let's get into the Episodes and Rewind series. You're listening to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast, where we talk about faith, friendships, and feature boss women from the Black Girls of Purpose community. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and CEO of Black Girls of Purpose. Hey, Purpose Peeps, we are live and local with our first episode in the first series of 2019. If this is your first time tuning into the Black Girls of Purpose podcast, welcome. I'm Bree. I'm the founder and CEO of Black Girls of Purpose, an organization on a mission to illuminate truth, inspire change, and impact the next generation by affirming women in their God-given identities. You're here just in time for the first installment of our Hope series, in which we're specifically focusing on how to have hope in hopeless situations. I want to share just the background for this uh, series. Um, I was at the end of 2018, and I came across this Bible story of the girl restored and the woman healed. And um, in that story, there's a woman who is healed from an issue of blood that she had for 12 years. And there's also a girl who's raised from the dead. And we'll actually be studying that story in depth during this series. But I read that message and I was like, okay, Lord, you know, I'm not really sure what it is that you have here for me. And he showed me that as the year 2018 was coming to an end, that there were many people who felt like their situations were just as that little girl was, that they were dead. And he says in that um, particular scripture, he says, she's not dead, she's just asleep. And what I got from that was that God was telling me that there are many people who are mourning things that are not dead, they're just asleep. For those of you you who know my particular story, you know that I uh, believe that in 2018, my husband and I would become debt free and we actually got into um, a more difficult financial situation in 2018 that we became full-time entrepreneurs, which didn't uh, provide a very regular income stream and it was this big faith building opportunity and I can't lie, as the end of 2018 came to an end, I was kind of like, okay, Lord, maybe I didn't hear you right. Maybe I, um, maybe that promise or that expectation just came from me. But 
between this story and then also him reminding me of Habakkuk 2 and 3 that the vision is for the appointed time it hastens to the end it will not lie though it tarries wait for it for it will surely come it will not delay I felt him still encouraging me and so throughout this series we're going to talk about the reality of hopeless situations that um, there are many times where we feel like God has disappointed us because he hasn't quote unquote made good on a, a promise that he made us. And we're just like, well, Lord, why would you make it the promise in the beginning? I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about this. You are the one who brought this to me. And my hope is that during this series, we can, um, just kind of breathe life again into the particular promises that you were believing God for in 2018. Uh, even though my husband and I are not necessarily in a dramatically different place than we were in 2018 outside of the fact that we have moved to Texas and are currently living with my family, I am still choosing to believe uh, what God has said about me. I'm choosing to believe what he has given me in terms of vision for my family. I do believe that one day we will be wealthy, that we will be in a position to help other families. And I think that uh, what we're enduring right now is a part of that journey because it's going to strengthen our testimony. I don't know about y'all, but when I talk to people who have never been through anything, it's kind of like, oh, you can't really say much to me. And so for us, if we were going to become wealthy and we've always been wealthy, then, you know, if we talk to people who are in dire situations and they are also believing that God's going to help them become financially free, then they're like, yeah, you can't really relate to my story. But now after being in a situation where we know what it's like to be on government assistance, that we know what it's like to uh, have more month ahead than money or we have had to pray by faith week after week for God to supply our needs because we have that experience I think that it's going to continue to strengthen our testimony it's gonna increase our reach and it's going to just increase the amount of people that we're going to be able to minister to whether it be through a marriage ministry or through Black Girls of Purpose or through our nonprofit, Unity Queens, wherever it is, we're going to be able to say, hey, I've been where you've been and I know what it is that you're feeling. And so um, for this first episode, I really wanted to just do more of an introduction of, uh, for the Hope series. And I wanted to provide the foundational scripture uh, that I think is going to be key over the next few weeks and that scripture comes out of Romans 5 and it says not only that and starting at verse 3 it says not only that but we rejoice in our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance endurance produces proven character and proven character produces hope and the first part of verse 5 says this hope will not disappoint us so I um, am going to do a few things over these next few weeks. We're going to discuss, as I shared before, the story where the little girl is raised from the dead and the woman is healed of her disease. We're going to talk about when Jesus uh, walks on water and with Peter and, and how that ties into having hope in hopeless situations. And we're also going to um, end the series with Habakkuk 2 and 3, just 
the importance of having a vision from God and standing on that in spite of what you can see. Uh, But I thought that it was really important to just lay some foundational truths at the beginning of this series so that you can meditate on those in these upcoming weeks. I think that it's important, y'all, for you to know that hope is confident trust. And I shared this on our Instagram, if you follow us on Instagram at Black Girls With Purpose, but I talked about how it's confident trust that what God has promised us is going to come to pass. And it's gonna come to pass in God's timing. Uh, Scripture shows us that hope is also associated with faith which means that it can't be dictated by what we see. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And we also learn that hope is associated with endurance and suffering. We just read that in Romans 5. It, it literally mentions afflictions or you could also call that suffering and it mentions endurance. And I think... I've shared this before on the podcast. Sometimes people believe and we believe as Christians that we're not necessarily supposed to go through anything. But if you study scripture, you know that Jesus himself was persecuted. And if we are supposed to follow up the same path that he he followed, that scripture says, you know, if you, you have to pick up your cross daily and follow me, then we are going to go through some things. And that that doesn't always mean that we have done something. I talked on the last month's episode about my money story. We were talking about counterfeit versus real and truth versus lies. And I was saying how there were so many times in 2018 where I just was burdened with guilt and just feeling like, man, Lord, I really messed this up. You know, we shouldn't have ever bought that Jeep. We shouldn't have ever been poor stewards of our finances. We shouldn't have done X, Y, and Z. And while that that was true, I, there were better decisions that I could have made. God kept showing me like my power is made perfect in your weakness. And so, yes, this does seem like a hopeless situation, but I'm going to use it for my glory. And it makes me think of uh, a story my, my friend was telling me last week, my friend Allie, out of the Bible. It talks about the man who's in the Bible and he's blind and the disciples say, okay, Lord, who has sinned, this man or his, or his parents, that he's blind and Jesus says, neither his parents or him have sinned. This situation came about so that we could bring glory to God in heaven. And I think that that's important for you all to know as we are spending time in this hope series is that there are some certain, there are certain things that we endure because of our own poor choices. Um, But even after God has forgiven us, Sometimes he'll let us stay in that situation a little bit longer because he wants to get the glory out of it. I also think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. In that situation, they had done nothing. That They they were glorifying God. They, they refused to bow down to King Nebuchadnezzar's golden image because they were like, well, nope, my loyalty is only to God. And they were thrown in a fire. And we, as Christians, can say like, Lord, they were serving you. How would you let them go through that? But it was so that God's glory could be manifested because at the end of the day, King Nebuchadnezzar started out saying, okay, well, you're going to bow to me. You're going to serve my gods. And then after they went through the fire and they came out on the other side of it, King Nebuchadnezzar was like, oh, wow, you do serve the most high God. And anyone who speaks against your God has to deal with me. And I think if we 
we'll take our eyes off ourselves for a moment and say, Lord, okay, I want you to use this situation for your glory. It will give us the endurance that we need to continue to persevere through hopeless situations and through suffering. And I think it's so key also, y'all, to remember that God is with you. And going back to that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego story in Daniel, it says that they threw three men into the fire. And that's what gets King Nebuchadnezzar's attention. He's like, didn't we throw three men in and they were bound? Now I see four men and they're walking around and one looks like the son of the, the gods. And I think we forget or if we don't forget we allow the enemy to convince us that when we are in a situation that we are by ourselves but god's word says that he will never leave us or forsake us and it's our choice of whether we will believe okay god you are with me in the midst of the situation or if we will think god you have abandoned me Uh, i think of job the story of job when (laughs) job endures suffering and in the same way Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had not done anything that they were living for God, Job was commended for his character and commended by God himself that when the devil was looking for someone to um, persecute, God was like, oh, have you considered my my servant Job? And And Satan was like, oh, yeah, he serves you, but it's only because he's been blessed. And God was like, oh, no, he's really faithful to me. And he allows Satan to persecute him so that his power can be made perfect in weakness. That by the end, he's like, "Okay, Job is 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 crying out to God. And and honestly, he gets bitter at the end. But God brings back this just powerful redemption and shows him like, hey. I'm with you in the midst of your circumstances. He puts Job in check and shows him, hey, don't question me because we know that God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. But he also restores him. And um, I think it's so important for us to understand, like, nothing that God does is as a, there are things that God does as forms of punishment, but that in certain hopeless situations or seemingly hopeless situations, because we know in God, we always have hope that it's not necessarily uh, supposed to be a punishment that he's just saying, Hey, stick with me for a little bit longer. I have something that I'm trying to bring about through this. I love this scripture that says, um, after you have endured for a little while, after you have suffered for a little while, God will personally restore and renew and establish you. And I love what scripture says in Isaiah 40, that it says that those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. And what all of these things show me is that the key to sticking through and making it in any kind of hopeless situation is keeping our eyes on our king. We're going to talk about some specific ways that we do that over the next few weeks as we get deeper into this hope series. But it's important to know that if you're going to make it through any kind of hopeless or seemingly hopeless situation, you have to know who is with you. 
that you have to know that God is with you, that he knows the plans he has for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And I don't know where you are this week. I don't know if you are like my husband, you're, you know, looking for a job and you can't seem to find anything. I don't know if you have more month left than money, if you are hoping to get pregnant and you've taken another pregnancy test and it's still coming back negative. I don't know if you are looking to move to a new city and it seems like every door around you is closing. I'm not sure where you are today as you're listening, but I want you to know that God loves you so much that he gave this message to me to encourage you and equip you and empower you to just keep pushing because what he has shown me is when our deliverance does come, when it comes to us being financially free, it's almost going to wipe out everything that has happened before it, except we're going to have a stronger testimony, like I said in the beginning. And not only that, it's going to be more powerful and it's going to lead to us being people of integrity, that we have been through some things and we have that proven character that Romans 5 talks about. And I'm excited to become that person uh, that has made it out on the other side and who can say, like, this is what God did for me. And if we're to be honest, if we're to think back on what God has done for us already, then we have so many things that can equip us to keep hope in hopeless situations where we can say, oh, yeah, last month I didn't have any money for bills and God still provided for me or man, last year I wasn't sure how my kids were going to get into school, but God did a new thing, or I didn't know how we were going to be able to move, and we moved suddenly, or you know, my children were sick and now they're healed, whatever the case may be. And y'all, it's just, it's so key that we keep our eyes on our king because he's the one who gives us the the strength that we need that uh, the scripture God had me meditating on this morning was a uh, Hebrews 12 when it says that we have to throw off every sin that easily entangles us and keep our eyes on Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith and what God told me even in that he said notice it says to keep your eyes on Jesus, not other people who are running, which means that not everyone's journey is going to look like our journey that we may say, well, Lord, we both have been looking for jobs and she got a job in three weeks and it's three months and I'm still waiting or it's six months and I'm still waiting that scripture says that we have no, we have not resisted temptation and sin to the point of death like Jesus did. And so even if we feel like, oh, Lord, I'm going through so much, we still haven't gone through anything compared to him. And that is going to be the the anchor, really, for our series over the next few weeks is just remembering that God is with us in the midst of our storms. He's with us in the midst of our hopeless situations. And he's the one who can breathe life again when it seems like what we were waiting for, what we were hoping for is dead. And um, I'm excited to do these Bible studies over the next few weeks, but I wanted to get on here and just do an introduction so that you can be praying. For, so you can be praying that your heart will have uh, fertile soil or your heart will be fertile soil. Um, your The word says that 
God's word is able to save our souls. Like when it's implanted in our, in our hearts, it's able to save our souls. And I've seen for me that because I am committed to God's word as a foundational truth for my life, even in moments when I do want to doubt God or I do want to look up at God and say, why have you forsaken me? That scripture won't even let me go there because I have so many words of encouragement and so many promises that have shown me that he cares for me, that he will never leave me or forsake me. And so I'm excited, like I said, to get into the lesson over the next few weeks. But I wanted to come on here and do a short um series introduction just so that you can know what to expect and so that if you have people who are in your life or around you who are going through some things that you can share this series with them every single week Um, sometimes I think that we aren't necessarily going through something so we're like okay well this doesn't apply to me and I love something our pastor used to say um, when we were in New Orleans he said that you either are just coming out of a storm you're or you're about to go into a storm, or you're in the middle of a storm. You're usually one of those three. You just got out of a storm, you are about to go into a storm, or you're in the middle of a storm. And so if you're somebody who says, oh, Brie, none of this applies to me, I encourage you to listen anyway, because a storm may be coming. If you're someone who's in the middle of a storm, then this is definitely for you. And if you are someone who is recently out of a storm, then I pray that you will listen to this and share it with people because you can say, hey, this is my testimony that yes, last month even, I was not sure how we were going to feed our family. And now God came through for me. Or, you know, I've been battling with this disease week after week, month after month, and all of a sudden God has decided it is time for my healing. Um, I just want to encourage you all again with Habakkuk 2 and 3. It says the vision is for the appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie, though it tarries. Wait for it, for it will surely come and it will not delay. And that's going to be our other foundational verse for this series is that first we have uh, Romans 5 and 3. That says that not only that, we are also rejoicing in our afflictions because we know that our afflictions produces endurance. Verse four, endurance produces character and proven character produces hope. But we also can stand on Habakkuk two and three, that the vision is for the appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie, though it tarries, wait for it, for it will surely come and it will not delay. So I pray that that encourages you this week. I pray that you would Just spend some time with God and ask God, what are the visions that you have given me? What visions have I given up on? And what things have I been mourning that you're telling me aren't dead? They're just asleep. And as you enter into the upcoming weeks with those things on your mind, I pray that that will encourage you to pray over them even more heavily and intentionally that you say, Lord, I believe what your word says about me. I believe that your promises are good, that you are a faithful God who keeps your covenant promises to a thousand generations and that your commandments are trustworthy. So I want to just pray out for us um, before we end this intro for the week. And again, please be diligent and be prayerful about who you can be sharing this message with, because I think it's going to really have the I think it's going to empower a lot of people to believe and I think it's going to just impart a lot of hope to people who need it in this season, especially fresh off the heels of 2018. 
Dear Lord, thank you for this day, God. Thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way, Lord God. Thank you for this opportunity to talk to your daughters and your sons, for those who are listening. Lord, I thank you for your covering, Lord God. I thank you for your strength. I thank you for your faithfulness, Lord, that you are faithful, Lord God, that you do not forget about us. Your word says that you will never leave us or forsake us, Lord. And so I pray for everyone who is in a seemingly hopeless situation, Lord, who is feeling discouraged, Lord God. I pray that they would spend time in your word this week, Lord, that they would uh, find a promise in the Bible and they will stand upon that promise and say, Lord, this is what I believe you've said about me. And so that's why I will not grow uh, weary in well-doing for at the proper time, I'll reap the harvest if I do not give up. And so I just pray that that will be their, their war cry this week, Lord, that people will take back what the enemy has stolen from them this week, Lord God, for times where he has tried to accuse you and say that you're not as good as you say you are, that you are not a good God. We, Lord, we just rebuke him right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Your word says that no one can bring a judgment against God's elect, that you, no one can bring an accusation of God's elect, against God's elect. Only you are the one who judges. And so, Lord God, I just pray uh, for forgiveness um, for all of my brothers and sisters in Christ who have brought an accusation against you, Lord, for um, all of us who have believed that maybe God isn't as good as he says he is, or maybe he has forgotten about me, Lord God. Again, I just pray that we would stand on the the truth of your word, Lord God, that we will put on the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the helmet of salvation. We will take up the shield of faith, Lord God, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, because we know that when we have those things and we empower them and equip them through prayer, Lord, we have everything that we need. And so I just pray for everyone who needs to hear this series, Lord God. I pray that you would um, put this on the minds of those who can share it with them. I also pray that people who have never listened to our podcast before, Lord God, will come on uh, and, and, and hear this word from you because it's a word from you. It's not a word from me. And I pray that they will be encouraged and equipped uh, for every good work because that's what your word says that it does for us in 2 Corinthians 9 and 8. You, you give us the grace we need for every good work, Lord God. And your word also says that you are the one who gives us the will to both will and to work for your good pleasure. And that encourages me because it shows me that in times when I may feel crazy and say, well, Lord, is this even for me that I remember you are the one who has placed this desire in my heart to begin with, Lord. And so I just pray that we would not look to our own strength, but we would look to your strength. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. As we close out today's episode, I want to invite you to join our Black Girls of Purpose community by doing two things. First, subscribe to our weekly newsletter by visiting blackgirlsofpurpose.org join. When you do, you'll receive a series of emails from me that include a host of free goodies, including our Purpose Pathway Guide that will help you on your journey to more purposeful living. Second, follow us on Instagram if you're not already. We share encouraging posts throughout the week, run social media contests periodically for Black Girls of Purpose freebies, and I post really cute pictures of my baby. <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast to get notifications sent directly to your phones when we publish new episodes. Our podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, just to name a few. So whether you're team iPhone or team Android, we've got something for you. Lastly, if you enjoy our Black Girls of Purpose podcast, please do us a favor and leave us a five-star review so you can help us expand our reach.
And if you've left a five-star review already, please continue to help us grow by sharing this episode with somebody. Thank you so much for listening to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast and do your best to live today with intention because it could be your last. It's never that easy to choose purpose, but I would die to my flesh, live a life of worship. I'm really, really, really trying to make it into heaven. I'm trying to him say two words like, well done. Uh, uh, hey, hey, well done.